Welcome, bienvenue to the Fantasy Tools Podcast. This is a show where fantasy tools discuss fantasy tools. I'm your host, Eric Rentz, and I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Peterson. Our mission is to discuss fantasy baseball and the tools that we're developing that help us manage our teams. Cue that intro music. We talked last week about the playoff push. It's yeah. gotten even more urgent now yeah. with one week left in the season, which we'll talk about more later. But I have a key question for you, which is, did we doom the Phillies and the Red Sox? And <laughs> did we injure, deal a body blow to the Red Sox? I want to keep this positive. <laughs> I was right about the cards. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be the cards, right? And then they go, and then they 10-game ten, ten win. I know. So, <laughs> just cannot lose. Um it's gonna be it's gonna be the cards. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, you, you think you're more confident this week? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am. As for the Red Sox, I, I haven't looked at what their schedule is going to be here. Um, I mean, still, still driver's seat, but demoralizing, demoralizing losses to the Yankees. Uh, yeah, they probably should have won those last three games. One would one would think that would make a good a good plan. I'm ready for some playoff baseball. Is basically where I'm where I'm coming back to. So you think Yankees, Red Sox, one game playoff? I, I do. I in New York, that's what you would guess, or in Boston? I I mean Boston's got the schedule to go for it, so I would say that I would say it's because I think the Yankees are going to have trouble with the Blue Jays because the Blue Jays don't want to. Blue Jays would love to make the playoffs, right? Super young team, they'd be so energized. Yeah. Oh man, but the Ray, I think the Rays are. I mean they're appreciably better than the Red Sox and Yankees. Well, <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, my dream scenario would be Red Sox, Blue Jays. Yeah. I mean, that's... No. that's Red Sox, Mariners. I mean... Well, I mean, yeah, swing for the fences. So <laughs> In Seattle. <laughs> would that just be crazy? Okay. All right. Oh. Now, now we're way off the rails. But yes, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. But if I had to guess, it would probably I would say that it's going to be Red Sox Yankees in in Fenway. That's the smart money. Oh, in Fenway. And okay, that's what, that's a, that is a jinx. That is a, that is what is going to jinx it. Yep. Football. We again. We seem to be stuck in this two for three rut. I would love to go three for three. We got Everton, and then we and then we got West Ham, who made me very nervous in that lead with Leeds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What did we miss? Leicester City, Burnley. Oh, that was the third one. Yeah. 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 Leicester City. Oof. What are you thinking? Looking ahead to this weekend, the the one that I really love, but I'm terrified by, is West Ham versus Brentford. <laughs> I know. Do we just stay away because we don't know? What it has Brentford? to be. Has to be a stay away because they're teams that yeah. we would. They're both teams that we love. <laughs> what What are we going to do here? Uh, Liverpool is not looking great. So and Leicester is not looking great. I I don't know. Chelsea's fine. Burnley versus Norwich. Is Norwich that bad that we should be picking Burnley? Probably. Probably, yeah. What about Leeds and Watford? Is Watford that bad that we should pick Leeds? <laughs> I don't know. I, I always feel... I have a pit thing like in the pit of my stomach when we pick Leeds. Um, Newcastle is Chel- that bad. we got to pick Chelsea. I think that okay. we sh- should be on them for winning it all this year. All right. And that, that's the kind of game that they have to just win. 
do you like? I really don't like. I mean, I I would normally pick Arsenal over Brighton, but I'm not. I'm just not sure. Go down to the seaside. <laughs> down to the seaside. I I don't know what to think of. I don't know what to think of Arsenal at all. Yeah, sure. Let's. They've turned it around, right? So let's ride the streak. I mean, as much as much as they can, I think. So yeah. All right, let's do it. Beating up on bad opponents. It's good. Let's good thing it. to do. Well, given that it's the last week of the season, let's talk about uh, the last week of TGFBI. And then we'll transition and have a short read-along of the abstract that we submitted for Sloan. Sounds good. Where are you at in TGFBI? Would you like to, would you like to say anything about your TGFBI team? My hitting is pretty good. My pitching is slightly below average. So... The the objective that I was thinking we would do right now is figure out what we should do if there's any way to grub out a few extra ranking points this week. Yeah. Are there ranking points to be had? I'm looking at my team thinking I got to double down on the pitching side, c- c- uh, cement the wins that I have right now. Basically, I need okay. to not do any worse on ERA and WHIP <laughs> because those are the volatile ones. Mm-hmm. I'm terrified of a blow up, like on a on on either the starters or the relievers. And so I need to decide what to do. And this is this is getting a little bit to some mental work for our drafting because mm-hmm. it's a question of who, what my balance of starters versus relievers should be. And you, t- you, tend to have, you tend to have your finger on the pulse of this a little bit more. So let me give you, let me, let me tell you who's in the lineup right now and who could so, be. So wait, you want to increase your ER, you want to decrease your ERA and whip? Is your is what your stated goal is? Yes, I think that's my best shot at at making sure that I don't do any worse <laughs> this week. Wait, where are you in those two? Because I think that is also where I need to. I need to just tidy up my ERA and WHIP a little bit, so I need to not have a blow up, and I need to make pencil thin corrections because I it's like a point oh oh one will move me up like 10. Wow, so are I'm, you serious? I, I, no, 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 no. Not as, I'm, I'm exaggerating. But you are sitting at... See, I'm actually doing... Let's see. You're sitting at 1.294 in Which, whip. for the record, is very bad. And you're sitting at 4.207 in ERA. So let's talk about the whip here. Well, the whip, you, is, the whip is the biggest problem. So I can move up 10 if I, in, if I decrease my whip by... Point zero zero five. Okay. Zero, oh, you have you have an even easier lift. Because okay, yes. so to to first order, we are at a thousand innings pitched right now. Everybody's at a thousand innings pitched. No, I am not at a thousand innings okay. pitched yet. That's why I said to first order. Okay. Well, you're gonna you're gonna hit it. All right. So you're gonna be at a thousand. You're gonna be. God, if you're I gonna be like. All right. So if you're at a thousand. Man, that's a big lift to move your your whip. Anything, appreciably, huh? Even point oh one is a big lift. So if I were to say, okay, I'm looking at this, and let's say I got forty five innings out of my pitchers, okay. And assuming that they pitch, let's say they get one, their whip is, let's say it's one point zero zero one. Sure, I would be able to decrease it by point oh one. Which yep. would be like twenty points. That would be pretty. I mean, that would be pretty fantastic. 
That seems conceivable. You got to get to 40, 45 innings this week. You have to get forty five innings this week with a one. Okay, whip. so let's uh, we'll we'll take a look at what we did last week because last week pretty good on the pitching side. Um, I think was it last week? I guess I was point one four and I got thirty five innings. So if I did what I did, <laughs> I'm telling you, this is a hard one, man. I would, yeah, I would go down by point oh oh three. Okay, so guys, we got to do a little bit better than. <laughs> Point one one four. But the the point minutes. I mean the point of this exercise is to to figure out you know, is is to make the prediction and go for it. It sounds like you're making the prediction. I mean it sounds like you're gonna you know, you're gonna stay the course because you believe that's the best shot to give you a quick whip upgrade. And you're not well, it's gonna be whip and it's gonna be URA. So those are gonna those are gonna be on the same Right. And you're not worried about you don't have you don't you're not super worried about K's is the subtext. One of the issues, I want Devin Williams in there, but he's day to day, and there's mm-hmm. they're not playing for anything. There's nothing for them to play for. Yep, they're going to be this two seed. Yep. So, th- I highly doubt that he's going to get three innings. Well, they should sit everybody, right? I mean, they should rest Hater and Williams. <laughs> I don't think they're going to rest. Hater. Well, not not f- not full rest, but I mean, they want <laughs> they want them to be like actually fresh for the playoffs. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, my hand here is a little bit forced on the Devin Williams day-to-day piece, and that sort of keeps me to keeping Kyle Finnegan, Josh Hader, Hector Neris, Michael Pineda against Detroit doesn't sound that bad for getting a couple of Ks. Heath Hembry, Raldis Chapman, Pineda is, Pineda is, I agree exactly for Ks, like but Pineda Pineda is going to hurt your ear and whip. There's n- uh, well, right, Mike, right, Mike. This is this is a blend. I know we can't just all do uh, single estate coffees. Uh, we have to have some blend. Some blend is is a good. Okay. All right. So will he hurt me to get? Let's say he gets seven Ks, and then let's say he's got a four point five ERA and a one point three three whip. Well, one, well the one point. Did, sure. One point three three whip would be you're like I well buy Charma for that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened with my team this year on whip, but anyway, <laughs> your your real team or your uh, both, both. Rele- relevant on both sides. Uh, yeah, I mean my fantasy team. Obviously, things did not go to plan. <laughs> no, okay, so you're all right. I yeah, think, so, uh, but you're okay. I'm, so Kopex in, Heath Hembry in, out, in. He's in over Wheeler. Nope. Over, uh, like, who do you put him in over? Uh, well, Williams. He ends up going in over Williams. Who does Kopech? Who did you put Kopech in for? Who did I sit for him? Kittredge. Kittredge was still in the lineup last week. Yeah. Even though he went on the ten day DL. Yes. I remember which day that was. Okay. All right. So there we go. What about what? What do I do? Let me let me give you my team. I. The, I'm I'm still clinging to starters. Currently, I have Barrios, Carrasco, Pavetta, and Ray, and Dallas Keuchel in the lineup. Is there? They all have reasonable starts, but the people that I could I could sit them for. Well, Kopech's the only one of of real substance, or Drew Smiley. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's the line that I was expecting to see for Drew Smiley last week, week twenty six. Drew Smiley, five innings, one earned run. Great. Four Ks, not so great. One win, awesome. 
Yeah, but he, he got DRA dropped. DRA 1.8, whip 1.4. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. He got dropped from the rotation, right? So he's so it's like long relief. He's yeah, he's supposed to be you know it's supposed to be a dream for us. And I was like, ooh, Drew Smiley out of the rotation. Maybe that'll sort things out for him. It really hasn't. I mean, I I like Gallegos being in there. I like even though last week he didn't have the greatest, but you have no. a little bit more to play with on whip. <laughs> what a to drop down by one what game. a uh what a way to say that yes yes my whip is so you're saying i shouldn't optimize on whip because there's nothing i can do no i'm saying that there's well there's there's no there's more room to play with so uh an improvement if you had a really great week would be astound wow column a what are we doing here getting saves man 13 saves Dallas Keuchel, a good Dallas Keuchel line, 2.4 whip. <laughs> it's it's a classic. Okay, so how about this? Kopech in... That boy wants to have more innings than, than K's, and he wants to have a higher whip than ERA. All right, Kopech in, Keuchel out. Yeah, let's, let's, let's get Keuchel out of there. Okay. All right, that's the only, that's the only change that's worth making. Because Blake Snell, obviously, back on the, on the aisle. Yep, he's like, out. The Blake Snell... Blake Snell is the LVP of my team, hundred percent. Was my uh, was my LVP pick this year? I mean, my least valuable player has got to be Mookie Betts. It's true. No, 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 no. You're you're not wrong. <laughs> I can't wait to do our postmortem. I mean, my draft postmortem is going to be. I I am counting this season for the record. I'm counting this season as a win because I crystallized being over four hundred at like week four. <laughs> Yeah. And the whole rest of the season has been me fighting my way down. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, you had a you had a very bad draft and you got a little bit better. We definitely need to go back and do draft postmortem in the sense like who should I have picked in this spot? And is there anything that would have pushed me towards that? Okay. Ugh, right. So well, so depressing. Let's see. I am at should we write this down somewhere? We should write this down somewhere where where we're at. You're I'm at one sixty one, you are at three thirty eight. 338 probably both go down but it's okay we're just being honest about it i had a really good week so i i who knows if i can do well. oh i would i would love to get within double of you i only need to pick up three spots to get out of the bottom 100 that's you can do it that yeah, is, that's a goal that that's i mean that's the real goal that's the real goal this is like and the fun part is that you're like the millennium falcon going through an asteroid field right now of dead teams yes no no no, no. i'm 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 in the live teams Okay, sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so we, we finally settled on something. I tweaked the title, and I actually feel way better about this, sneaking this in it, here. Yeah, it works. It's not 100% there, but it works pretty well. I haven't seen anything about predicting draft opponents' behavior at all. So our title is Predicting Draft Opponents' Behavior with Agent-Based Modeling. And the reason I liked this title is because I haven't seen, I really haven't seen people writing about predicting draft behaviors or agent-based models it's true in neither neither one of those so i think it hits all of the it hits the key ingredients that we've settled on for making a sloan paper which is interesting topic or a topic that's relevant to a bunch of people and some buzzwords in the title yeah not even but not even buzzword it's not like buzzwords it's like just classically sought after stuff okay like, cause I mean, when when you did a stats class, it must have been like at least breeze through. Like, well, some people do agent based modeling, and it's sort of weird. 
we're going to stick to fitting lines. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's it's a yeah, it's it's inherently a little bit non-predictable, which you like, right? Which is which is what you're. I mean, you're trying to mimic non-linear behavior. So, I, okay, how do you want to do this? You want to make this a straight-up book on tape? Yeah, we'll just read it so that none of our listeners at home have to read it. All right, fair enough. Have to seek it out and find it. And we didn't add any figures this year, which is probably going to screw our chances of getting in. But also makes it better for the listeners at home who can not feel like they're missing out on anything. Fair enough. All right, take it away. Preparation for a fantasy baseball draft often focuses on producing draft lists. The belief that dominates is that prescribing players' values pre-draft helps to ensure drafters realize the best outcomes. Now, emerging thought is that the best drafters can realize improved gains by engaging in mock drafts that will help reveal which players are being over and undervalued in drafts. One mock draft, or even a dozen mock drafts, paired with some average draft position, ADP statistics, can help a drafter prepare. But it cannot fully reveal the emergent behavior of the mock drafters interacting or predict the emergent behavior in another draft. Fantasy baseball managers should therefore seek a statistical understanding of the emergent behavior of a series of mock drafts that will inform drafting strategy. Our solution is an agent-based modeling application which synthesizes drafts by simulating the behavior of multiple participants with disparate draft lists and drafting strategies. This novel approach generates numerous drafts without the need for assembling myriad participants or controlling for biases and human error. An agent-based modeling technique is a semi-supervised form of artificial intelligence which simulates the interaction of autonomous agents based on a set of simple rules. Each drafting agent is therefore prescribed a draft list and set of rules which informs their individual drafting approach. The agents then draft against each other, emulating human behavior and decision-making. The Monte Carlo method is then applied to the process creating definition within the emergent behavior and contours of fantasy baseball drafting game theory. We describe an open source framework for synthesizing fantasy baseball drafts through an agent-based modeling application and describe the emergent behavior from the model. The framework not only simulates preseason drafts, its flexible design means that a user can simulate a draft for a given week or day during the MLB season. The model uses data from the 2021 MLB season. While the default settings are for 15-team rotisserie, a user can tune the draft parameters to match a wide variety of formats with different teams and rounds. While this framework develops a novel approach for tackling rotisserie fantasy baseball, the underlying modeling and theory work for any scenario involving player selection, daily fantasy, professional drafts, and even roster construction. The emergent behavior from the agent-based model highlights the contours of stochasticity within any player selection scenario. I like wow. it. Wow. I like we, it. We promise. I said rain in that scope, and then this week it's wow. We just blew through that. No. we. I mean, the, sco- the scope was always going to grow for for the actual production. So we knew that. But to be clear, but to be clear, the last paragraph isn't that's not about what we're doing. We sit, we we write that out in paragraph 3. Paragraph 3 says what we're doing and then paragraph 4 says this is a teaser of what this means it could do. Yes. 
as well. Yep, exactly. Exactly. And we have two months to make that happen. <laughs> three months, I guess. Probably close. Probably, yeah. probably closer to three months to make it happen. No, I think it's great. I think it's great. It's good. It's specific enough, yet vague enough, that we can do it. Yep. <laughs> now we're just at that got to do it part. That's it. I think that about brings us to the review session. David Fletcher. You know, for a guy that you said you knew nothing about last week, uh, he's got a lot of at-bats. <laughs> he's got a lot of BAs. David Fletcher this year. 151 West Coast baseball. <laughs> oh, there you go. 151 games, 643 plate appearances, 72 runs, 45 RBIs, 15 stolen bases, two home runs, and a 264 <laughs> average. This guy is a leadoff hitter. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. I think he's the kind of guy that he disappears onto somebody's team on draft day and that he just gets slotted in a lineup and you don't see him again. Yeah, you can't overthink it with a guy like this. You can't be like, oh, wow, he hit 200 this week. Uh, I should probably sit him. Nope, just keep him in the lineup. He's he's also, he's also no, he's not a guy that you can replace on the waiver wire. Like He's not good, but... He's always he's he's just above that line where you see them perpetually on the waiver wire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he just I mean I think I think that the reason that you haven't heard about him is because he's just on somebody's team. Well, no, I had heard about him. Um, I had heard about him, and he's just he's not quite. He'd had a couple of spells early in the season when he was a little bit. He was like on the edge of being owned and unowned. But he's he's great for a player at this range. Like, I yeah. much prefer having a player, this guy, than a lot of the other guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, but basically because he's not going to hurt you. Right. He's, I mean, a 264 average is, is like fantasy standard. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's fantasy average average. And 15 stolen bases. So he's giving you a little something. He's going to get runs. If the Angels ever put it together, he would actually probably be good. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like he would actually probably be valuable if somehow the Angels could ever. I mean, he he hits a he hits ahead of Trout and Otani. Like, why can't the Angels put this team together more? Like, why is he only getting seventy two runs? Is he the problem? No, I, I yeah exactly. Hang on, it, it I mean is is he the problem? Like, is he the guy that the Angels need to replace? <laughs> you mean would it look better if they had Marte mm. as their leadoff hitter versus David Fletcher? Uh yeah. <laughs> would would that make would that all of a sudden catapult them ten extra wins? No. Yeah. So I uh, I am noticing though that this average that a little bit of a slump here actually for him lower lower than his than his career. I think he was higher earlier on in the season. Okay. So I don't know why we've gotten to this point in the season and I haven't just gone to the hit by pitch. Oh, I the hit by the hit by pitch is the most absurd like feature <laughs> that you can get are on we randomly looking at hit by pitch. I don't know. I don't know. I think given given well, I think you only got one this year. Given ten minutes, you can see every single hit by pitch in someone's career. I think. I think that I think I've seen all of them. In one who's all right. I'm I'm watching one too. Who's okay? This is Rich Hill's about it's to Colorado. hit him. This is 2018. Rich Hill's about to hit him. Here we go. Oh. Yikes. Oh, how do you look for the entire season? Oh, you have to go across. I get. It. <sighs> yeah, you know, I think that they should upgrade him. But you're probably thinking if you have him on your fantasy squad, he is a great player to have on your bench 
for that week where your regular second baseman and, and shortstop have to sit at some point. Mm-hmm. So he's like a good player to have on your bench and have them slot in on the days that they have off and get production something on those days. Yeah, I think I think my main point is that you're never going to conclusively replace him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that he'll ever be the guy on your team that you're like, this is the guy to cut. You know, there's there's probably somebody else to rotate around, to rotate out. Yeah. Man, I do like having a player like him on the bench though in um during a week cuz he's got multi- I'm I'm talking to myself into David Fletcher here, but in a very specific role. Yeah. He's got multi-position eligibility. He has the kind of approach that really won't hurt you. Yep. So if you're walking into that week where those there there are a lot of players that are um out, like he's a great guy to sub in, isn't he? I think so. Yeah. I th- I think there's stuff to I do think there's stuff to like about him with the huge caveat that we're talking about him in podcast 30 <laughs> of the year, right? There were there were 30 more guys. There were 30 guys that we were more excited about yep. than this. Yeah. Than him. No, don't reach for this guy. He's also let's talk about some of the stats that I like to talk about. 27 uh, the, yes, I was. No, I no. forgot to mention that. I was going to mention that too. That's why I was asked. That's why I'm interested oh, in the question of whether this is a down year for average. Sorry, I'm, you're you're a little uh, bit laggy, right? That's why I was asking. His age is why I was asking if this was a little bit. If this is a down year for him, because that sets my question about how he's going to what we should do with him next year. Well, I think that this. Uh, oh, well, I guess he did play 154 games and. 2019 but he didn't have nearly as many as bats uh no he's pretty close um yeah i mean i think that next year he's going to be another guy he's going to be a guy he's going to be fine he's going to probably be very similar to what he put in this year um if you want to do some over-unders on what his totals are for next year i I could do that with you i don't think the angels are going to be appreciably better i think they'll be an 80 to 85 win team that's funny that's it's (laughs) it's kind of sad to say yeah, it is. I mean, you want that team to do well. They have some pieces, but then it's like they they have some really good pieces, and then they just can't really put it together. Yep. Yeah, I think Justin Upton's rotting course out there, <laughs> out there as well. Well, that's true. I would say the thing, the two things that I'm interested in are his average and his OBP. Like, do uh-huh. they do they regress back to his career values? So he's two sixty four. This year, 282 career, uh, 300 OBP versus 330 career. And those 30 points of OBP, if he's going to steal bases at a higher clip like he did this year, that means a lot. I mean, you could- so should, do you want to set an over, let's set over-unders on average and OBP for next year at his three-year average? Yeah, exactly. I think that's right. Yeah. I guess that is his career. <laughs> I'm, I'm ta- yeah, basically. I'm taking the over on it. I think he's going to be... You're taking over on 293 average and over on three. 47 OBP. Yeah, I think I think this was a down year for him. Can we have a at bats um, minimum? Yeah, are you seriously worried about him? <laughs> well, I don't want him to have like oh, I don't want this to be the like he has he he hits like 400 and <laughs> and on base of like 450 and he plays 30 games. Oh, you're thinking that he's not going to have an everyday lineup spot? Oh, or no, I, I could see him like being the jackrabbit and then getting hurt. You know, I was he has, gonna doesn't say, have like an injury history. I was but gonna say it he, could happen. He has to have 
at least an at-bat in every month of the season. I don't think you need to do that. I think more like it needs to be like 300 at-bats. Okay. All right. Full half season to normalize his stats. All right. Fair enough. 300 plate appearances. (laughs) Oh, he's going to do that. I'll even give you plate appearances. Okay. There we go. Okay. I don't think that he's going to, which I don't think that he's going to get, get back up to average. Okay. Because I think that those are a little bit loftier than who he is. Watching, I'm just watching these swings, watching this guy. Another piece that I like to look at, uh, you know, mm-hmm. CBS says he's 5'10". Baseball nope. says he's 5'9". I have definitely seen some internet research say 5'8". <laughs> he's a stocky little fella. I know he is. I know he is. He's a, he's a, funny, he's a funnily proportioned leadoff guy. It's like him and uh, Ramon Laureano. Mm-hmm. MBAs. Yeah, good one. Good one. They're pretty similarly built fellas. He's a baseball player though. That's what's fun. Oh, like, like he's such a quintessential second baseman. <laughs> he, yeah. Wow, he went to Loyola Marymount. Yeah, he's he's a baseball player. That's a it's a baseball player. This year, 136 games at a second, 20 at shortstop. So he'll probably be eligible in most leagues at short. If you're playing in a league that has that has must be more than 20 games to be eligible, that's a pretty strict league. I've seen 30. Jeez. I've seen 30. Jeez. That's, pretty, I, that's a pretty strict it is, league. It is pretty strict. That's pretty strict. Yeah. I'll, I'll allow it. Um, okay. You probably want him in your second base, not your shortstop, based on how deep shortstop is. Yeah, based on everything we've talked about this year, even though we've snuck in quite a few second basemen. Uh, <laughs> you you done, want him in your second base slot. We have done pretty well there. Who are we going to review next week? Jose Iglesias. Okay. Time for a little housekeeping. <laughs> Time for a little housekeeping. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter, Fantasy Tools, Mind the Z. Thank you, Mild Manor, for letting us use your tunes. Be sure to follow them on SoundCloud and Facebook. Feel free to email us with questions or comments. Send us messages at fantasy.tools at gmail.com. Again, Mind the Z. All I've got left is, where's the luck to you, buddy? Where's the luck to you, too? Yeah!